0: This is Square Pizza, cooked up by Shermco. Hey, everybody, happy Friday. Uh, week 22 COVID reflections coming at you. Um, talking about a few updates this week from and about COVID. Uh, so, first, you know, what we're seeing the schools and the districts across the country that are going back in person um, appear to be reporting a lot or at least an increase in COVID cases. Um, you know, there's schools in Georgia that have already shut down. Um, half the school population is back in quarantine after contracting it. So, um, data wise, as we encourage all of our kind of partners t- um, to be data driven in that sense, is numbers are going up when. Um, students and teachers are back in session and in, in a normal situation. Um, and of course, everybody's responding to, to COVID differently, but but not good. Um, so feels like the, you know, the way to go and the ones that are making the best decision out of this are looking towards the virtual option, keeping kids and, and families safe um, and doing instruction remotely um, and then helping families with the digital divide and some of the things we've talked about previously. So all that to say, I uh, hope you are also keeping the your eyes on the numbers of, of cases, particularly for schools that are going back in a quote unquote traditional setting. Um, the second thing where we've had a lot of conversation about this past week was um, teachers, an instruction and so controversy or conversation regarding if teachers should be um, teaching in school um, these remote lessons for districts that are remote or if they should be if they are allowed to teach them um, at home and so in charlotte it started um, there's a quote-unquote strong recommendation that teachers need to be in the building teaching these lessons remotely um, to their students um Charlotte and North Carolina is not a a union state for teachers, although there's kind of groups and coalitions. Um, Conversely, there's an article recently in the Wall Street Journal from the um, superintendent from um, Dallas Independent Schools in Dallas, Texas, uh, a really large school district uh, first required all teachers to come into the school building to teach remote lessons. And then from a large pushback from unions in that state, um, teachers didn't feel safe. And then he rescinded and kind of changed that position and allowed teachers to teach at home, um, at least through what I believe was the first semester um, down in Dallas. And so in terms of our view, like I think we all need to get um, comfortable with this idea of school and education happening outside of school, you know, really before COVID, but even more so now. And so whether that's remote learning, whether that's after school program, whether that's Khan Academy, um, you know, and, and this comes both from a teacher and student per, or a teacher and adult perspective, but also a student perspective as well as kind of the, the makeup or the mechanism of a school it doesn't need to be the four traditional walls that we think of often as a classroom um, or as a school building. So. All that to say, I think schools and, and districts and teachers really need to be focused on the rigor of this instruction, not so much where the instruction has taken place. You know, you lose some things organizationally and, and as a team culture-wise, if you're not always seeing everybody not in the same building, I think we're all kind of grappling with that. Um, but in terms of where should teachers be teaching these uh, remote lessons, you know, I think we have to leave it to the professionals. If teachers feel like they're safe and they need kind of their equipment, they're a science teacher or an art teacher or what have you um, they need to be in the building then by all means set up those safety protocols to make sure they have access and they can do that um, Conversely, if they feel comfortable doing these lessons at home and teaching at home too, or a co-working space or somewhere else, or even outside, right? Let's get creative with this Um, in the real world. Then I think allow them to to do that. I think outside of where these lessons are taking place or happening, the bigger thing is just the instruction and the rigor of the instruction. So, um, you know, did we close the digital divide to make sure all families could log in, but also um, how are these teachers teaching these lessons? Are they data-driven? Are they aligned to state standards? Are exit tickets giving after each one? And then is the teacher responding to that data? So I think the conversation, and and really we're, I think, frankly, having the wrong conversation about where they're actually teaching, but I think we need to kind of switch it to focus on rigor and data as always, um, and really creativity, because if not now, when will be a time for teachers and schools to adapt um, to the needs of their families and their students? Um, So... We hope those two things are helpful. Uh, We hope more school districts become more creative um, with and how they're thinking about teachers delivering these remote um, lessons and really begin to focus the conversation on rigor and outcomes um, and less about where the actual um, teaching is taking place. We hope that helps. We'll see you again next week. Have a good weekend, guys. Hey, guys, this is Greg. Thanks again for checking out the podcast episode. Uh, Feel free to show us some love on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at Shermco, S-C-H-E-R-M-C-O, and hashtag SquarePizzaPod. I would love to see your reviews and connect with you there. Um, Stay in touch for the next episode.